0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love
3: my stomach's going to explode. It's got sauerkraut, mackerel, and jaffa cakes and beer. Sounds like a horrible combination, <laughs> to be honest. Fine dining, bird, Fine dining. I'm glad we're recording. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'd rather just sit here eating jaffa cakes if that's all right with you guys. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said Podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of my Old Man This is the match reaction, main show episode 134. Check that out for all the good stuff. This is it's like an autopsy. Shall we shall we bill it as uh, joining me to uh, get the scalpel out? Mr. Chris Budd. Hello. And Mr. Phil Shaw. Welcome. Hello. Right who's, who's who's got the scalpel and who's got the uh the electric uh, saw I'm just I'm just bloody already <laughs> it was a bloodbath there's there's a good mood in the camp here everybody's really ecstatic with that performance uh last podcast we were joking when we said uh when we lose, I have to ask the, the question, if you had to line up the the starting 11 and shoot one of them, who would you shoot? That's a bit harsh, maybe. I mean, the uh, the more sensitive souls out there would uh, maybe take offense to that. So let's say uh, if you had to line up the first 11 and loan one of them out to the Blues, who would you... Well, actually, you'd rather get shot, wouldn't you, at the end of the day? <laughs> same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. So I don't know if I'm just trying to uh, cover up the harshness, uh, it's kind of backfired with the uh, the blues loan. But who are you lo- who are you loaning out to St Andrews for five seasons? Phil Shaw. knew you were
4: going to come to me first. Well, I, I can't I can't do the Watkins again because I shot him last time. So. <laughs> uh, and, and, you, and you said
3: right i'm shooting watkins right do you know I'm, I'm, it's I'm, like you, I'm, you had real purpose to it i'm sending watkins cadaver to the blues i'll do it again what you're sending what what does watkins have to do so you're sending watkins again to the blues well, I thought him. he was our only bright spark he's got a bullet in his head and he's also going <laughs> to the blues <laughs> within the space of like a week
0: He's just unfortunate that they gave the ball away twice, and it led the two West Ham goals. Oh yeah, but what about his teammates? What did they just watch how, it? I forgot how many times Barkley gave the ball away.
3: Yeah, so sorry, you're sending Barkley off to the Blues. I don't. Can yeah. you double loan players in a season? He's
0: used to the loan market.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I would say Barkley. I mean. Uh, at the start of match club I was saying look Barkley getting a bit of stick but uh, you know football players and managers always say it takes five or six games to get up to speed and he's been out for two months so you know cut him some slack the last uh, you know these next let's say two or three games but I mean we, we got absolutely uh bossed in the midfield and it's he's. It's up to him really to uh, win that midfield and dictate it for us and uh, you know, put a stamp of authority on there and he, he was missing a large part of it.
0: Or well, they, they collectively got, what, what, you, what word do you want to use? Flattened? Yeah. The lead, everything you can say. Overrun, outworked, played through, run on top of.
3: It was Leeds, it was Southampton all over again. And yeah. uh, we, we we discussed this in the podcast uh, at length. Uh, in the Southampton one, you know, hey-ho, we, we, we got three points. But we, we posed the question, what do we have to do to stop being under siege in that game? Because, you know, we were on the back foot. How do we control at midfield? And there was no answers there against West Ham. They... They did a job on us. I mean, fair play to them. I mean, they're a very competent team. I think Moyes has now got them, uh, well, they're well drilled. Yeah. He's justified himself being, uh, there still. And he knew exactly what, you know, they doubled up on, uh, on Grealish and, uh, the Czech lad, uh, Kaful, he, I mean, he, he just, he was like a heat seeker on Grealish and he, he made sure that this, you know, the second player was also, uh, Covering up. And you could see, you know, you could see that when they had a close up him, you could see his conversations about, you know, making sure that it was closed down. And Villa had no success down that left wing. And the first time they had any sign of uh, hope was towards the end of the first half. And that was when Grealish switched to the right finally. And to be honest, when he was uh, shackled like that on the left, Smith should have been getting him to switch more frequently, keep them on their toes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It
3: was
4: like we said in the last podcast. It's, I mean, whenever the midfield, isn't working you need to keep it away from the midfield you need to get it into the corners I mean I know I'm skipping ahead a bit but we did get joy when we went down into the corners again and stretched the opposition I mean get them like we said get them turned and face their own goal but there's there's not a lot of positive to get out West Ham just like you said West Ham have a plan for a particular player Villa don't seem to have plans for players on the opposition teams it's just they'll play their way and hopefully it works I'd, I'd agree with that
3: they 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 kept Barclay out the game. They they shackled Grealish, and they knew how to get at us.
0: And when they had to isolate Watkins, you know, when we actually did turn them round, they you know I thought Watkins actually had a pretty good game in terms of his work rate, and he and he got his you know got his reward in the end. But. He, he was isolated and you know, chasing lost causes for a lot of the game.
3: Yeah, and and there's no variation. We just have to rely on Watkins to do something uh, in terms of uh, chasing the games. I think the substitutes were ineffective in terms... I mean, I thought it was logical, and I'm glad he reacted a bit quicker this time in yes. terms of bringing on Tururi at half-time. Well, he, he
0: tweaked the system, didn't he? Slightly, we went four-one, four-one. I think in the second half, he tried to get the extra man in the middle, which you know worked for a while. And he thought we can grow into the second half, and then just as you start growing, then, then you're a goal down, and then you're two more <laughs> down before you even before you uh, even blink. And, and at the moment with Villa, statistics tell you that if we go a goal down, we're probably not going to win.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's never a, a, it's it's a bit of a disadvantage anyway. But uh, this team, I mean, West Ham were a much more competent outfit. I mean, lots of people, including ourselves, were bi- billing this week. You know, West Ham, Arsenal. This is a sign of uh, will we be competing in those European places? And based on that, no. a I would say no because. West Ham are going to finish higher than us I think they just seemed they have more options off the bench Lingard's given him a bit of uh, cutting edge and you know I I thought I thought he might have a good game today I mean I'm not going to uh, lie but I thought it might be a bit of a uh, kind of stunt signing you know he'll have a few good games and then he'll couple of months he'll be looking at himself in the mirror going what the hell am I doing at West Ham and then uh, you know he'll be uh, kind of fading into obscurity
0: he played like a lad who knew the England manager was there and he had a point to prove yeah game and we um we made him look like a superstar
3: yeah so, but you know when you look at the league table and uh they're pushing for that top 4 and I, and I think they're you know they're a reasonable solid unit it, it's more depends on what the the big the big hitters if they can get their shit together yeah. uh, rather than what west ham can do but you know they are apart from Manchester City over based on form over the last six games. Manchester City won the last six games; their top and they're going to win the league. But West Ham are the second best team in the league over the last six games. You know the last game they uh, and we are not lost, and we're uh, around 14th. We won two, lost four, and I mean we're not reactionary here. It's looking like mid-table. You know if you're losing against West Ham, Burnley. But you know what can what do you do here? I mean the Barkley thing. He needs games because he hasn't had any. Training, he's played more game time than uh, than he's trained, as everybody would tell us uh, in you know, interviews, press conferences, Smith and Barkley himself. But he needs to be on the pitch. I think kind of lucky in some respects we're playing Arsenal because uh, I think that's a game that w- perhaps will suit him better than a more physical uh, midfield. Would you agree? Yeah, they're, they're not, yeah. you know, um,
0: not going to fight you, are they, Arsenal? They're going to try and play football.
3: Yeah, I mean, Smith... In terms of us playing football against West Ham, I think our only chance, as you said, is when you play your own game. But Smith's complaint at the end of the game was, you know, our passes didn't have any zip. We weren't playing fast enough. But I think it's more like West Ham just did a number on us. They shackled Grealish. They made Barkley ineffective. And McGinn's just too deep. And Louise is, you know, deep sitting. So they they just overrun the midfield. And this is a problem in terms of McGinn's role now is is he a, a a case of trying to shoehorn our best players in because he's he should be playing further forward but you need something there's no real number 8 in that there's like a hole in our midfield McGinn's shackled and he, and I saw it against Southampton he wouldn't once he got to that midway between the halfway line and and the 18 yard box he wouldn't go any further forward than that he would hold a, a line with Louise. but the problem is we need something a bit more box to box and is McGinn in there just because uh, he is you know kind of a favourite and uh,
0: well he's your legs he's your engine room
3: but he's not controlling it though is he, he he's no. not somebody who controls the game he's, he's like a, a you know snapper he, he runs around snapping away but he's not somebody who's getting the
0: ball and dictating it you'd almost rather that with Barkley
3: doing that and McGinn
0: was you know you're Box of tricks further forward.
3: Yeah, there needs to be more of a presence at right, and you know, right in this. Well, let's let's call it a number eight because Barclays. Uh, I think he's he's hoping that it's happy days and it's, he's not going to have to raise uh, any sweat here. We've got muscled and blown away by the likes of Leeds, Southampton and West Ham, even Burnley. And we need yeah. more presence in the middle. Yeah,
4: and uh, another thing, I've no idea what's happened to our shooting from outside the box. There's none. I, I'm struggling. It was Matty Cash's against Man Utd, the last shot we've had from outside the box? Do you mean thing, things happen whenever you take a chance and you know have a, a crack at goal? Deflection, like the deflections against Liverpool happen, the keeper's spilling it and something. We just You just need something. I mean, we can't keep on you know banging our head against the same tactic of it's we're trying to repeat that Arsenal goal that um, Jack Barkley and Target all did the, the delayed slow out in the wing we're just trying to repeat that goal seems to be over and over again instead of you know mixing it up I mean this game in terms of
3: the, uh, the shooting stats I mean It took us us a while to get a shot on target. We ended up with two for the whole game. They had 10. I mean, such was the domination. I said at the start of the game, we would uh, have more possession than West Ham, and that's how it played out. But we had 56 possession, but it didn't feel like that in terms of it. It felt like West Ham had more of the ball
4: because they were in control. Yeah, again, we did have our chances at 0 H. Watkins had a header. He was very unlucky with um, the shot that it's he had. that there. clipped the post. And then Barkley had a, a shocker of a miscue whenever he was in the the trezeguet position. That. Yeah, just like leads. Yeah, if you if you take those chances, it's a different picture on it. No matter how badly you're playing yeah, overall. If, if
0: we if we take the lead and they have to chase the game, I think it's a very different dynamic because playing on the break suits us.
3: So their first goal. Any any qualms with that?
0: It's a good good move. I think we gave the ball away cheaply but then when they work the opportunity I think the the ball through is good and the finish you you can't argue with. You just hold your hands up and go you got into position and buried it. Fair play. The second one is horrific.
4: Well, Target gets himself into trouble on the halfway line. He does a brilliant sort of double drag back, gets himself out of trouble and then fizzes a pass in to Watkins. It bounces off him and then West Ham break. It sort of breaks to Ben Rama. He squares it up and it's three against two but Jesse Lingard runs from his own half completely on track, on mark, nobody even looks at him and by the time Barkley decides to sort of jog towards him, the ball's with Lingard. He hits it low and hard. Martinez maybe could have got down quicker but it's in the back of the net and that's that's just game over at 2-0. Yeah,
3: I think their third goal, uh, obviously uh, fingers pointing at Martinez but uh, I mean, you know, I
0: don't think it really affects the end of that game. No, we didn't deserve the break. I think the, the fact that for 2 minutes when we scored everyone had a bit of belief that we could nick this get out of jail but we didn't know West Ham didn't deserve to to even draw that game.
3: Yeah, I think the the hype is over now. It's uh, it's more of a reality uh, in terms of uh, I think
0: we know where we are now.
3: The rest of the season. Yeah, I think we do just based on the last week or so. I mean, in terms of positives going forward of how we can improve I mean, the good news is the league's fairly inconsistent, apart from Manchester City, who are in, uh, in their stride now. I mean, at their last six games, which they've all won, goals 4-15, goals against
0: zero. I mean, come on, they are winning the league, without a doubt. Nobody's touching that. Yeah, you, can't, you just can't see them not pulling away, can you? Especially no. the game in hand. I think once they get a clear daylight, they'll, they'll be gone. I mean, Manu, I think, will give it a go. I think they play City soon, don't they, as well? But if City yeah. win that game, it's game over.
3: So the good news is there, there is still inconsistency. So there's a chance of Villa to still finish reasonably high, but I can't see European places. There's teams who have got a bit of energy, physical presence in midfield, and we, and we struggle against that. And we seem to be a bit lightweight there, and that needs to be uh, addressed. I mean, we saw a little bit of uh, Morgan Sanson, but, you know, not enough to. Uh, learn anything about him in a Villa context no not yet or
0: really, you know neat and tidy and etc but let's let's see when he's had 90 minutes
3: yeah do you think uh, Smith will do anything different uh, for the Arsenal game because he knows he had the,
4: the measure of them uh, the first time we played I don't think he. I don't think he'll do anything different I don't but I think I, he's got time to I'd like to see something a bit different just to give them a bit of a you know a shake just a bit of a bit of of help so to speak a bit of energy rather than you know, it's the same team again go out and do better it's just a wee bit something different
3: yeah because Arsenal I mean before the last game uh, we're on a bit of a run so they're they're definitely on the up Arsenal so it should be an
0: interesting uh, contest Yeah, I I think for for Arsenal they're 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 probably playing us at a good time yeah I think anybody you want to play Villa at the moment because you just you can see the soft underbelly again
3: and Moyes did his homework, and that that is the the concern because we have a way of playing, and we have a first eleven essentially. Yeah, I mean, when it clicks, it's brilliant. You, you can swap your, the right midfielder, but so teams know how we, what we're going to do now, and that's what Smith was saying. Is it, 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 at the end of the game, he said uh, it's not necessary. We retired. It was more that we just didn't execute how we play, and you know that's a snappier, faster passing yeah. for starters as as a as a basis. Al Ghazi don't know
4: don't know what was happening there. He was like a lot of the a lot of the fellow players. the the, the pace of pass was just it was either too short or too it was extremely overhead that was bouncing off people. I mean, it, I don't,
0: I don't. How do you explain that? Well,
3: I mean, is pass completion from fifty percent.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to single him out. I just think he was the obvious full guy of a truly woeful first half performance. So he was the obvious guy who was always going to get hooked. He would have been, regardless, I think, because it's the only obvious place where you can improve us. But you know, he'd, he he looked like a player who'd. Had form, lost a bit of momentum and hasn't played for a little while, which he hasn't. So I think it's just, yeah again, another one of those nights where you know, everything went wrong. You know, Burnley, we were great in the first half and then it went horribly wrong. This one, it was just bad from start to finish. This is our sticky period. This is where Smith will, again, we'll see what Smith's made of. You know, can you come through this? period because the bar's been raised and i'm all for you know context and um
3: well the context is teams are now finding their rhythm now because they've played x amount of games and yep. uh, they know what they are so early doors we're playing teams that uh you know it's the early season you don't you don't, don't know what's don't know what's happening and you can get a few freak results so our fingers are crossed that these three nil wins against arsenal etc aren't
0: freak results Mm. i mean that's the reality is you know if you're winning winning one losing one you're going to be a mid-table team aren't you and we're about where we are in terms of our form at the moment but we're just having a bit of a wobble at the moment we just need to you don't want the season to peter out now
3: well the danger is if you resign yourself to be a mid-table team then you start playing the teams at the bottom who are hungry for points and then they start Mm. beating you and then the season really peters out i mean you just don't want
4: to drop now no, the favourite thing is, what, enjoy the process. In my opinion, the process ended when we beat Leicester, when we won the fourth of those four games of the season. It was like, right, we're here now, we got here early, but we're here, so not enough of this sort of building towards something. It's like, we're here now, it's going really make the most of it, and it's just, since then it has been about 50-50. Yeah,
3: I mean, we're here now, but then you look around and you go, oh shit, we got here too early, see you later. We'll be back next season. <laughs> but, you know, we will we will see. I mean, Arsenal, I th- I'm glad we haven't got another uh, West Ham. I'm glad we haven't got Leeds or somebody like that straight away. Or Everton. I'm I'm quite happy with the uh, the Arsenal fixture. We'll see if those are famous last words uh, in a few days' time. All right. Any closing remarks on that game? Just let it go. As we say, this is just match reaction. Uh, please do uh, listen to the uh, episode one, three, four, if you haven't already. Uh, also, uh, if you're thinking about uh, signing up to be a My old Man Said patron, please do uh, go to myoldmansaid.com and check out the details there. And uh, not only do you get a uh, bonus exclusive uh, Patreon podcast channel with various different shows, there's a couple uh, incoming in the next uh, few days, something a bit different to uh, one of the shows. But also you get access to Match Club where we gather on a, on a match day for, uh, and, and games like the West Ham game, it's, it's more for therapy uh, than anything else. But it's always good fun. It's uh, like-minded people with senses of humor. So uh, do check
0: that out. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Now, let's just change the mood a little bit. Let's go for the pound fifty quiz... was in tesco's uh, last month it was a sale they had this ridiculously reduced uh, football quiz box set for one pound fifty so i picked it up with this podcast in mind here we are now who's going first phil yeah i don't mind i'll go first do you want to pick a category or uh, yeah let's p- pick a category general knowledge premier league world stage or throwback football i'll get throwback football out of the way first Oh, this is an intriguing one. For which British team did Diego Maradona appear in 1986 in a testimonial match? Bird. Correct. In the bag. Yeah. Mr. Bird. General knowledge. Premier League. World stage. Throwback football. General knowledge. Whispering Chris Bird. Yes. Do you want an easy one?
0: Whatever comes out, that's, the, that's half the fun of it, isn't it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which football team has the nickname The Blades?
0: Sheffield United.
3: Correct. Uh, I should have done the other one, but that was kind of easy as well. Which team did Alan Shearer play for before he joined Newcastle in 1996? Blackburn. Correct. That was just, just to feel like you've earned your point. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil Shaw... You have Premier League, World Stage or general knowledge still left?
4: I'll go World Stage. Mm.
3: See how you deal with this one. Who scored the winning goal in the 2010 FIFA World Cup final between Spain and the Netherlands? Iniesta. Fucking get in, Phil Shaw. Extra time, <laughs> it. Oh, let's be specific for bonus points, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> it lost me a bet or I'll never forget it. All <laughs> right, fair enough. Mr. Bud, uh, throwback football, world stage, or Premier League? Premier League. Uh, you're getting lucky with these questions. Carlos Tevez arrived at West Ham United in 2006 with which of his compatriots? Mascherano. Correct. Uh, Right, it's two all. Easy questions this round, uh, this first couple of rounds. Uh, Mr. Phil Shaw, general knowledge or Premier League?
4: General knowledge.
3: I'm going to give these... Bugger's a shuffle actually. In a
4: S-A-S-M-O-R kind of style.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I just fell asleep. <laughs> oh, I just had an orgasm. <laughs> oh fucking hell, we had that one. That was the worst shuffle ever. That's
4: why it's 150 quiz. Ques. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one question <In> multiple ways. <laughs> Cut that one off.
3: Alright, here we go. This is this is one that has the listener at home playing along to Romelu Lukaku. Who's this for, Bud? Or no, no this is uh, your man, your man Shaw. R- Romolo Lukaku has played in the Premier League for which four teams need all four for that point? West Brom, Everton, United, Chelsea. Correct. Or oh. three, two. Oh, blow for blow. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've got uh, world stage or throwback football. Ooh, throwback football. ASMR shuffle. right here we go sorry world stage did you go for yes who has made the most appearances for the Italy national team Buffon googling away furiously correct oh good one
0: I nearly said Maldini then he's got to be a player
3: right final round is it not 3-3 Phil Shaw I think you have to have uh, general knowledge
4: Mm. are you ready yeah
3: AMSR shuffle, <laughs> right? Oh God, I can't give you this question. It's a joke. What number is traditionally worn? This is why it's one pound fifty. What, what number is traditionally worn on the goalie's shirt? One. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You, you flip it over, and it's even worse. Well, which football team played its home games at Filbert Street? Leicester. Right, well, you kind of feel like you've kind of earned your point there, but I don't know. If that's I need to vet these questions, I think, in the future.
0: We need to come up with our own one, the £2.50 quiz. Yeah.
3: <laughs> right, so... Uh, Final shot with the bird throwback football. This he needs. Will the pound uh, fifty gods give him a piece of piss question or will they uh, challenge his grey matter? Oh, we've already had that fucker. Which international team's Samat Busby?
0: Yeah, we've actually had that one last time.
3: I flipped it over, but I won't give you that because that would just—it's like a knee into the bollocks. But I'm, this isn't for you. <laughs> but I'll just ask it anyway. It's in which year was Real Madrid founded? If you get it, you've won the game. But I'm, I'll give you another question. <laughs> what do you? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it, it was—I pulled out the question. I just flipped it over, so I'm going to select another question mm, off the top 1905. of the pile. Uh, 1902. Oh. But anyway, that, ignore that question. It was just a bonus for the listeners. Who was the first goalkeeper to be awarded the Ballon d'Or? Going to have to work for this draw. First
0: goalkeeper?
3: Yeah. Early doors one.
0: Oh, God. Was it, uh... It was the Russian... Lev... Lev... Nash, Yashin, he's it? got it! Oh, he oh, can't that's... even pronounce
3: it, but it doesn't matter. He's got, he's got Lev. I mean, we all know him by Lev. But anyway... <laughs> I can't argue with that one. He pulled that one out, Lev Yashin, when it's in 1963. Oh. This would go on all night. Are we calling it a four-four draw?
4: That's two draws. That's sudden like...
0: death. <laughs> sudden death, just to draw. Sudden it death,
3: out. right? Let me shuffle these a bit. And we don't get to choose. No, you get to choose your category. All right. Phil Shaw, sudden death penalties until there's a winner. Right, Premier League. Oh, you cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> right, look at the look at the uh, the quiz gods. There's there's some ridiculously easy questions in here, and there's some uh, mind tinglers. Phil Shaw, as it is, Manchester City holds the record for the most points in the Premier League season, 100 in 2017. Stroke 18, but who did they overtake to earn the record? Chelsea.
4: What year? One of Mourinho's years... <laughs>
3: No, actually, I mean I'll give you the point. It was 1951, apparently. I need some more light over here so I can see these questions. Oh no, no, sorry. They, Chelsea, yeah, it would have been probably Mourinho. Uh, it wasn't 19. When I turned the light, <laughs> when I turned the light on, it wasn't 1951. It was 95 in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> 95 points. So uh, correct. So Bud again needs this to day uh, in the game. Pick your category. Choose wisely. Ah, you lucky son of a gun. Which Premier League club did Rubinho play for? That was
0: Man City, wasn't it?
3: Correct. These questions cannot challenge such football intellects as we have on this (laughs) show. Phil Shaw, pick a category, not Premier League. The international. There's no such category. We have general knowledge. World stage. right, (laughs) Right, top card. Ooh. At the time of Rui Patricio's, oh, is this this isn't uh, Chris Bud's favorite player, is it? At the time of Rui Patricio's UEFA Euros victory in 2016, which club did he play for?
4: Sporting Lesbon?
3: correct. I, I could I could hear Bud in the background chomping at the bit for when that question got passed over to seal the win. Uh, Christopher, what is your category, please? General knowledge throwback football world stage general knowledge which two italian Serie a football teams play in the city of turin juventus and torino Correct, mondo. let's keep going i don't even know what the score is now is it four all <laughs> five, five all six all six all yeah it's gonna need, sure. to another, gonna
4: need to be another show at this rate yeah feel sure <laughs> what, what have I got throwback or uh, general knowledge general knowledge yeah general knowledge oh for fuck's sake
3: Classic- El Clasico is the name given to the football matches between which two teams
4: Barcelona and Real
3: Madrid wrong It was. it's actually on the card it's the other way round Real Madrid and
4: Barcelona
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you that one though uh, Chris Bud I don't even know what you've got left I think you've got uh, throwback or, and world no you've done world stage haven't you yeah. can you remember
0: Um uh, I will. Do, yeah, I'll do world. It was general knowledge. I'll do world stage.
3: Uh, now these cards are 2020, and this isn't exactly right. Which? For I'll change the question. Which former Premier League manager fouled Michael Owen to allow David Beckham to score a winning penalty against Argentina? Argentina. It, I didn't even have to finish the question. Correct. The question was which now uh, Premier League manager now. You obviously got sacked since they made the £1.50 quiz uh, Phil Shaw Can you even remember what you've got left? Throwback I think Right, throwback it is Which Portuguese legend made his Benfica debut in 1961? Eusebio Correct <laughs> The only <laughs> Portuguese only legend on. <laughs> yeah, the only Portuguese legend that exists Outside of Wolverhampton uh, Mr Bud Whatever I've got left No idea uh, is it World Stage or Throwback Football? Throwback footballing. Yeah, go on, let's do that. Which Dutch midfielder signed for Milan from PSV Eindhoven for what was then a record-breaking £6 million? PSV Eindhoven. I'm going to go with R- Rude Hullet. Correct. Oh, it was one or the other. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That
0: has to be a draw. I can't keep going. Yeah, we just, just call it a draw, David. You've got to edit this.
3: <laughs> Uh, right, fuck that. We are, we've got a new, I'm going to do a decider now. We can't keep going. I've I've got a life to lead. I've got to get some sleep. So, uh, there's only one way to settle this.
0: Oh, no. What coin toss?
3: There's only one way that you could finish uh, or decide such a deadlock battle.
0: It's not the Scott Hogan touch count, is it?
3: Oh, you guessed it. It's the Scott Hogan touch count. Returning to settle matters and and put justice in the place of draws. <laughs> I'm no good. I'm no good at variables. <laughs> Deadlock draws. Here we go. Right then. Unfortunately, Scott Hogan couldn't be bothered to play the last game the Blues played, but he was on the pitch for Birmingham's one-one draw with that majestic piece of trash uh, to the east of Birmingham, Coventry. <laughs> Uh, it's got a claim to fame in Coventry. It's got a nice cathedral, I don't know what's left of it, and a good ice hockey team that me and Bud have actually gone to see. Is it the Blaze? I can't fucking remember. Yeah, it was name. the Blaze, wasn't it? The Blaze. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we digress. One-one uh, was the final score. Scott Hogan started, played eighty-four minutes. How wow. many touches? Surely Scott Hogan can settle this fierce head-to-head. Sixteen. Sixteen from the Bud. Now it's all up to, uh, are we going one guess each? Yeah, one guess. Feel sure, make it quick. I've got places to go, people to see. 25. Oh, Chris Bud wins by one. It was 20, <laughs> right in the middle. Oh, wow. <laughs> Chris Bird, a seasoned pro of the uh, Scott Hogan touch count, it, it showed there really. It was just experience that won just that over the line there. didn't Congratulations! I? Fucking hell, that went on for about half an hour <laughs> longer than I expected. Twenty Hodges in eighty minutes? Uh, Eighty-four minutes.
0: That's that's high for him.
3: Managed to get a shot target as well. He got four shots actually. Couple of key passes, as they, people like to talk about. <sighs> what a guy! What a guy!
0: So the uh,
3: the moral of that story is he's still alive, people. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll uh, sit down and refine this game. I might have to go through the questions and root out the, uh, the gimmies that seem to end up on uh, Chris Budd's doorstep. <laughs> Both of our doorsteps. It's all the gimmie. Just winding <laughs> up the champion. Please do subscribe to the show on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Podbean apple acas wherever whatever interface works for you the best pigeon and also please do become a my oh said patreon because uh, the bonus podcasts are actually better than the main podcasts to tell you the truth right thank you very much for listening and it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from them goodbye goodbye <laughs>